Hello, and welcome to the Holden Village Podcast. Holden Village is a Lutheran ministry nestled in a forested valley in the North Cascade Mountains of Washington State. The village welcomes people of all ages, ethnicities, faiths, and backgrounds, offering modest yet comfortable amenities in a wilderness setting, so that all might be called, equipped, and sent by God as we share rhythms of word, sacrament, work, recreation, study, intercession, and healing. Here on this podcast, we bring you weekly updates from our teaching staff currently in the village, telling you what's going on, what they're teaching, and what Holden Lights are talking about in the village. Let's tune in and join the conversation. Hi, I'm Roy Hammerling from Concordia College in Moorhead, Minnesota, here at Holden Village, and I've done three sessions on the idea of the Mysterium Tremendum, which is a medieval idea called the simply the wondrous and terrible mystery of God. The first session I talked about the idea of how in religious traditions there's three elements. One that deals with the tradition of a, a particular religious institution. Uh, that has to do with how when children, first of all, come into the tradition, they learn through ritual. Secondly, they learn through teaching doctrines and ideas, and then when they get older as adults, they learn about the idea of the experience of God, which is sometimes described as the mystical or experience. So we talked about that in the first session. In the second session, we talked about how that idea develops in Celtic Christian spirituality, and in particular that the Celts or Roman Catholic Christian spirituality uh, has a strong emphasis on nature. And especially with the ideas of thin places, places in the world like nature, which bring us closer to God, thick time, how we slow down time when we are close to God, say in nature or through prayer or whatever it might be, some sort of profound experience. And then also through being mindful. The third session, we looked and turned towards C.S. Lewis and his idea of longing for longing or the idea of joy and how this sort of mystical idea of being close to God in nature is important to not only Lewis, but I think to all people and how we tie that to being at Holden Village, the idea of being in nature, being close to God and close to our understanding of faith and whatever that might mean, how the wonder of creation can move us to think about our place in the world and also how that can move us to make the world a better place. I'm Matthew Olson and I'm serving this week in the village as village musician and also uh, teaching staff. A little bit about my background, I am primarily a conductor and a composer specializing in choral and orchestral music, and also in the music of J.S. Bach. And so this week as a village musician, we started out um, with Sunday night Eucharist, a full worship service, welcoming in all the forerunners who are here doing different volunteer duties this week, and had a wonderful choir of 40 to 50 singers that came together for worship. And then throughout the week, we featured different beloved Vespers services, including um, Marty Hogman's Holden Evening Prayer, known here as Vespers 86. Uh, we did Kent uh, Gustinson wrote a really, a really fantastic Vespers based on bluegrass music called the Mountain Vespers, which we did last night. And then tonight we're doing Prayer on the Cross, which many people will know as a service modeled after Tese France, a prayer of meditation and chant. 
Um, but on Monday, I give a session on the music of J.S. Bach, and in particular, how Martin Luther's Reformation theology formed the musical interpretations of J.S. Bach. And the session really, it began with kind of a brief overview of Reformation theology, and then also kind of the social justice elements that were underlying that, just to kind of set up how Bach was influenced by that Luther Reformation theology, and how he tried to interpret that on a weekly basis in Leipzig, especially, but in his years in previous communities before he got to Leipzig. And so we did a little bit of an overview of looking at one cantata in particular. We looked at cantata 114 and broke that down to understand how he utilized even a, a theological argumentative structure that Martin Luther used and how he applied it to musical song structure. And then sang some beloved hymns by Martin Luther and then talked for the last 10 minutes or so about where are we today in this great singing tradition of the Lutheran Church? How have certain elements carried on and continued? And, and what things maybe have gone by the wayside in modern church music? My name is Maureen Ayers-Luby. I am a physician specializing in obstetrics and gynecology. I just finished my residency and training and will be starting a job this fall and chose to discuss leadership and advocacy because it's been a, an important part of my last couple of years of training. In our talk, we started about discussing essentially knowing yourself and your own personality type, which we looked at through the lens of the Myers-Briggs uh, type indicator, which looks at four different continuum of extrovert versus introvert sensing versus intuiting, thinking versus feeling, and judging versus perceiving. And we had a little bit of a quiz time of, can you guess this person's personality type? And using the knowledge of yourself and of the people that you're working with to know how to better work in groups of people and leverage these types of things into making better workplaces and being able to influence people. Then secondly, we talked about emotional intelligence as another way of knowing yourself, but also having the capacity to work better in groups of people and lead in groups of people. Finally, we looked at sort of a middle school civics governmental structure brief review, and then talked about tip ways to influence legislators or people that you might come in contact with in terms of being an advocate for issues that you care about. Um, after our recorded discussion, we also had an off-the-record discussion about sexual health, gynecology, and a riveting, riveting discussion in Chalet 3. My name is Elizabeth Austin. I'm a poet and a poetry advocate. I've published a book called Every Dress a Decision, and I also work at Seattle Children's Hospital where I teach reflective writing as a self-care tool for the staff. So the first session I did here at Holden was about reflective writing. And my premise is that there's a way of writing where we can use writing to befriend ourselves, to have a compassionate conversation with ourselves. And so I spent the session providing a rationale for why that might be helpful, and then also giving some tools for how to approach it. 
I recommend working longhand, welcoming whatever comes to the page, starting with some open-ended questions, seeing where your pen takes you. So that was the first session. And then the second session came out of my own sense that there's a lot of poetry being written right now that grapples very directly and very fruitfully with questions about protest, specifically related to the Black Lives Matter movement. So I brought in a number of poems by different writers of color, and we talked about what protest poems are, how they're different from propaganda or editorializing, and we read a few of those poems together and and had some conversation about them. And then for the final session, I wanted to offer a little bit of a, a craft talk. So I brought up the topic of revision, which is one of my favorite aspects of writing. And so in the brief hour, we tried to talk about the difference between generative mind and revising mind, the difference between revision and editing. We took a look at some ways of approaching revision, and we spent part of the time looking at the whole question of showing versus telling, and I brought in some examples of that. And then I brought in one of my own poems, showed a very first draft of it, and then a later draft, and we looked at them side by side and talked about some of the changes I'd made in in terms of content and form, and and that became kind of a springboard for a conversation about different issues related to poems for use of the line, form, and the kinds of decisions a poet is making as they work. So in total, I was hoping to bring to Holden some ways of thinking about writing, hopefully introduce some new poets to the Holden community, but most of all to encourage people to experiment with writing and to approach it with a sense of curiosity and joy. So I hope that's what I've done. Thanks for joining us on the Holden Village podcast. Be sure to view the links in the description for more information or visit our website to find out more about the village. We hope to see you at Holden soon. Blessings and peace to you.